From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in what's news. North Korea tests U.S. as Tillerson meets China's Xi. North Korea claimed another advance toward being able to fire a long range missile as U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson met with Chinese President Xi Jinping, wrapping up a Northeast Asia trip that glossed over deep divides with China on the threat from Pyongyang. Mnuchin fends off push to disavow protectionism. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin rebuffed a push by world finance chiefs to reject protectionism, fanning fears that Trump administration's pursuit of an America First policy could ignite global trade conflicts. Stock rally faces bond yield threat. The yield on the 10 year U.S. Treasury note exceeded the dividend yield on the S&P 500, which could lead investors, who have been strongly skewed in favor of stocks, to shift preferences. U.S. starts bidding process for border wall construction. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officially opened the process to design and build a wall physically imposing in height along the border with Mexico. It's good to be a CEO again. Stocks rise and so does pay. Pay raises are back in style in the corner office, erasing cuts from a year earlier and pushing CEO compensation to new highs amid a robust stock market. From the Wall Street Journal, here are five things you need to know in tech. New Intel storage drives feature faster memory technology. Intel Corp. is starting to ship the first products based on technology called 3D Crosspoint that it says bridge the gap between speedy conventional memory and flash memory used for longer-term storage. Yahoo's Meyer gets reprieve from hacking criticism. Federal officials this week heaped praise on Yahoo CEO Marissa Meyer for the company's cooperation in an investigation of the hacking of hundreds of millions of the site's accounts. Apple plans new China centers as Cook addresses Beijing conference. Apple is launching a new round in its charm offensive in China, announcing two additional research and development centers ahead of planned speeches by Chief Executive Tim Cook at a major Chinese government conference. Google vows more control for brands over online ads. Google on Friday said it plans to give advertisers more control over where their ads appear online after major clients in the UK withdrew their spots because some ads ran before extremist videos on its YouTube platform. Google gives parents greater powers. With the beta launch of FamilyLink, Alphabet Inc.'s Google unveils an unparalleled set of parental controls while allowing children under 13 to sign up for content-restricted accounts. From the markets section of the Wall Street Journal, Bond Yield Rebound Poses a Threat to Stock Rally by Aaron Kurloff and Min Zeng. U.S. bond yields are topping a key measure of the dividends that large U.S. companies pay, a shift that has broad implications for investors who have viewed higher stock yields as underpinning an eight-year-long bull market. At 2.50%, the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note on Friday exceeded the 1.91% dividend yield on the S&P 500, according to FactSet. The dividend figure reflects annualized payouts by companies in the index as a proportion of their current share price. Rising bond yields generally send a signal that the economy is healthy and that demand for goods and services is rising. But increases in long-term yields over time also stand to shift investor preferences that recently have been strongly skewed in favor of stock investments. It is a change with real ramifications. Just a year ago, when U.S. bond yields hit record lows, many investors were buying bonds for asset appreciation and stocks for yield, 
an inversion of long-standing investing principles. Many investors say ultra-low bond yields have played a major role in the post-crisis rally, which this month took the Dow Industrials above 21,000 for the first time. The Dow closed Friday at 20,914.62. Low Treasury yields are the foundation of current high valuation of financial assets, said Ji Wei Ren, portfolio manager at Penn Mutual Asset Management, Inc. A 3% yield on the 10-year Treasury note will start to spook the stock market, he said. The bond yield-dividend yield comparison has recently been a crucial argument in favor of stocks. Comparing the yield on a company's stock or a market index with the Treasury rate showed higher dividend yields made stocks a better bet, an easy shorthand indicating investors could receive higher returns even if share prices decline. The calculus has been distorted in recent years by economic and policy changes that took effect after the financial crisis, with slow economic growth and bond buying from the Federal Reserve driving bond yields sharply lower. As a result, the bond yield has spent much of the post-crisis period below the S&P dividend yield, something that, as of 2008, hadn't happened for roughly half a century. Yet, bond yields have been largely above dividend yields since the U.S. election. The increase in bond yields now appears to many analysts and investors to have staying power, the latest sign of the slow normalization of the financial world. S&P dividend yields have generally stayed around 2%, which is below the historical average, but looks almost generous at a time when bond yields were flirting with negative levels in many other major countries. Gains in bond-like stocks last year helped propel the market's rise off its February lows. Investors flooded into shares of utilities and consumer staples, as well as companies like Johnson & Johnson and Apple Inc., demonstrating a willingness to sacrifice some safety for reliable income they weren't getting from bonds. Oracle Corp., Walmart Stores Inc., and General Dynamics Corp., are among 110 companies that have raised...